Good evening everybody and welcome to another edition of the Sustainability Network. For those of you who are new to the Sustainability Network, uh, we at Goli Soda have been meeting some of the brands that we have been associated with for these many years. Uh, the last edition we had an eclectic set of amazing founders of brands and we got to know their values, their ethics and the passion behind with which they started their brands and they continue to run it. Um, this season, this session too, we have uh, amazing uh, varied say, a range of brands from personal care to early child learning to some funky uh, upcycle products. Uh, to, so today we are meeting Mikkel from Treeware. Treeware, as the name suggests, uh, besides being just a sustainable brand, they are very focused towards planting trees for every product that you buy, uh, about which Mikhail will tell us uh, more in detail. And their uh, products range from uh, clothing to personal care. And uh, before we continue and uh, welcome Mikhail, I'd like to say, uh, anybody, our viewers, you're welcome to ask us questions over chat. We'll be happy to answer anything to do with treeware, the particular brand, or anything to do with sustainability. We are all passionate founders and uh, we would love to talk to you about that. I'm Shruti Hariyara Subramanian and I'm the founder of GoliSodaStore.com. Uh, some of the previous brands that uh, we had met and if you have missed those talks, you can catch them on, of course, IGTV and uh, we now have them on YouTube as well on the Goli Soda store page. Uh, some of the brands were Daily Dump. Uh, they are the pioneers in uh, uh, waste management. Then we met uh, Toddler Things. They, were, they are into uh, cloth diapering, then we met um, Arido, one of my very favorite and the latest entry in our brands. Um, they work with, again, early child learning uh, toys uh, for children. Then we also met two amazing sustainable menstruation brands, Ecofem and Booth. One works in the space of cloth diapering and the other works in the space of uh, menstrual cups. So uh, this time we are meeting Treeware, we are meeting um, uh, I Was Asari, uh, they are an upcycle brand, we are meeting, uh, uh, one second, uh, we need to send an invite, sorry, there's just some questions that's popping up now. I just invited Treeware Mikhail to come on board. Uh, then we also met a few other brands, uh, which I continue talking. Hi, but can Mikhail you hear me? is here. Hi, Mikhail. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I mean he's there, but I don't think he can hear us. Mikhail? 
Okay, I'm going to invite him again. Or no, he's back again. Mikhail, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you guys hear me now? Yes, perfect. Okay, great. So, welcome to the Sustainability Network. Thank you for having me. And uh, and we finally get to meet virtually, having worked for Absolutely. quite some time now. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think you've been one of our, now the latest entries in uh, our Goli Soda uh, brands that we are working with. Uh, must be close to about uh, six months to a year? Yeah, approximately six months. Okay, great. So uh, let's uh, start straight uh, about how Treeware happened. Uh, I know you have co-founded it with your brother. So uh, yeah. tell us more about the whole sustainable so, journey. Actually, the way that it came about was fairly organic and um, it, it was actually just a conversation between me and my brother. Um, we were both kind of doing different things at the time and uh, we felt the need like of the want to do something where we give back to the environment. For us, it's something that was really important because we had realized the amount of uh, degradation and the amount of issues that we were facing as a consequence of that. So we really wanted to try and do something that would give every person an opportunity to give back to the environment with each purchase of something. So that's where the idea stemmed from. And it just kind of evolved from there. Um, we started out in clothing and now we've gone on to make personal care products as well that are all natural and that help you give back to the planet by uh, having a tree contribution attached to them. That's great. So could you just tell, uh, besides clothing, what are the other kind of products that you have uh, So we make an essential oil-based hand sanitizer. Uh, we have a natural deodorant stick. We have a natural insect repellent and natural lip balm. Uh, we hope to expand our product range a bit more in the coming month. Uh, but honestly, for us, it's also been a learning process to kind of get uh, into these products that um, and perfect them in a way that you know we like to, people to understand that uh, you know with our packaging and through what goes in the product there's a whole process for us so we are trying to uh, expand more into that because we do feel that that is where people need the most help and are willing to make the biggest change. Yes, because um, that's one thing I like uh, personally about your brand and that's what made me uh, want you to ha uh, have in our uh, Goli Soda umbrella because um, there are many personal care products right now and most of them are natural, uh, some even organic, but uh, sometimes they kind of forget about the other impact that it has on the planet when it comes to packaging. And um, I see your brand is quite conscious about that. So would you like to talk about that, especially for the Dio sticks? I'm quite impressed about how the Dio sticks are completely uh, sustainable. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, for us, it has always been a very core and important point to uh, have our products and think of them in a sort of cradle to cradle sort of way, which means that it's a completely circular way. What how will somebody get rid of the product? Um, what life will the packaging have after the product is consumed? Those type of things are very important for us. So we take an adequate amount of time to 
make sure that we think about these things but also at the same time think about the consumer's experience of the product so uh for example the deodorants um it took us a while to get us the the tubes that they in the paper tubes because we had to go to manufacturers and uh you know tell them oh, can you make something like this because it's not something that was already there in the market people didn't really understand or use stuff like this for this purpose so we had to kind of start it and make it that way so in in that way it kind of took a little while longer for us to get the product out but the idea was that look when you are done with this product you literally have to uh, you know just take off the labels yeah. and you can put the rest in a compost bin and yeah. uh, it's like 99% compostable and that that was the idea that look if if somebody wants most of these things get used once this uh, you know single use plastics is something that is so uh, such a big issue for us right now that we just thought okay let us be slightly ahead of the curve and let us try to uh, innovate these things because there are ways if you really think about them so it's yeah. just that uh either laziness or the 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 cost of it or you know there's always things that get in the way and the way people justify it in certain ways but for us we really felt that as much as we can do in that regard to keep our product um in in a way that is more sustainable and more uh shows people that you don't need to have like you know a aluminum can or you don't need to have like a plastic thing for yeah. the product that really makes an uh, a difference in people's minds so yeah so design probably plays a huge role in uh, your products yeah it does for sure i think that uh, we, we it is part of our process and we do try to think about it uh, for quite a while before even coming out with the product so uh, it is something that we are quite keen on and we we are pretty uh, how do you say like we it is a core part of what we think about so you were saying about how uh, there are other options but we really need to think about it because uh, people just probably take the easy way out in whether it's in terms of costing or availability and other such things uh, so i'm sure when you first started off as a sustainable business uh, this itself would have been one of the major hurdles that you had to face so uh or people would have just probably made you question Absolutely. is it the right way to go about a business uh, talking from a founder of another sustainable business so i i'm very curious about those kind of hurdles that you met i mean definitely i think you know from the point of view where you're trying to get something manufactured or something made and uh you know you have to go speak to manufacturers and things and they're not very keen to uh do something that's out of their norm as well they they do it for them it doesn't really matter so much if i'm giving them such a small order anyways they don't feel like it's worth the effort so that was something that we had to grapple with and uh we had to really have confidence in the idea beforehand to be able to make 5000 pieces to then tell the guy okay we we will buy 5000 pieces so in that way it has been a challenge um but i think for us we've always had this thing that you know we are constantly thinking about it so even if we don't start off in the best place it's not some like we stop thinking about it we are always in 
trying to pursue more and better ways to make it more eco-friendly or more sustainable. So uh, I think that is also something that uh, is is a driving factor in what we do. But apart from that, I think, yeah, it, it has been challenging, but we are up to the challenge so far. But I like the fact that uh, you um, highlight the fact that you're responsibly manufacturing your products. And I think uh, that's very important for to be a truly sustainable brand, to see every stage and make sure the harm that it's done to the planet is to the bare minimum. So how do you ensure this uh, responsibility is withheld? Like, uh, because as you said, you work with uh, manufacturers and people with other ideas, maybe they might not have uh, that much as passion as you are or might not even be aware of the harmfulness of certain kind of products. So how do you make them understand? And yeah, so absolutely. Problem? We do kind of, uh, you know, think about the process. We do try to make all the products are handmade mostly. So the, the idea behind that is that uh, there's somebody who's making your products. You you can know who is making your product, and the um, the kind of bond that you have to the product also increases due to that. So, what we feel is that um, we can try to make products responsibly by doing a certain amount of things. We don't employ like child labor. We make sure that there's fair working conditions for all of our people. We uh, think about how much you know uh, plastic we're taking from our manufacturers. How we can recycle that effectively and in the right way. So it's all a lot of small, small initiatives that we try and uh, implement. Like you know, we try to use a natural soap to clean our dishes after we're done making the product. So it's just small, small things. And um, the idea is that you know, if we are comfortable putting out a product like this out there that's like you know then then comes the scale so so we basically just need to be comfortable and get intimately familiar with each aspect of the business to try and better uh, understand how we can lessen our impact and even then maximize like a good impact that we're having so that's great so what what, what is your r&d process like how how does it go about uh, so it, it kind of really depends on what we feel or uh, what like through our journeys into like a zero waste and sustainable lifestyle, we have found or we have gotten to some points where we found hurdles and um, we've like done some research or seen around, you know, there's uh, certain products that are around and once you really go and you see what is in those products and start reading labels, uh, that's when you actually start to worry, you know, I, I think all of us have grown up and we've always had this uh, thing, you know, you look behind a shampoo bottle and you won't know even three of the uh, ingredients that are in it. So we just felt that, look, there's so many products like that out there. Let us try and make some products that, you know, people can understand what is on the back of the label. And then once they see that, they're like, okay, fine. Like they, they know what is in their products. So that, that is kind of something that we really think about. And we also kind of try to do it in a way that, uh, so for example, we uh, think about daily needs. What is really required and what is something that's a little bit more uh, like a second level need. So 
initially for us we thought a hand sanitizer that was something that you know we're out a lot and we're out and about traveling by public transport and things like that uh so we just got this idea that look let, let us make something that we can try to do that and we know so many people parents who are using this for like kids and things like that and not really knowing the if harmful effects so we've done some study into like the microbiome and how killing the microbiome can affect uh, somebody's health um and particularly for kids and things so then we were like okay let us try and come up with our own formulation because we had just recently discovered the power of essential oils so we thought that okay let's uh, get some essential oils that we feel uh, would be able to use it then we put it through testing uh packaging and then we got it out to people so we do have a kind of fairly long process where we even test it out in small batches of people uh get their feedback get their understanding um you know and then we kind of move forward until we get the product and we try to stick within something that we feel are essentials deodorant was something you were in a tropical country that's something that everybody uh yes. needs to a certain extent mm-hmm. um and you know like even an insect repellent i mean uh, again tropical country so yeah. <laughs> mosquitoes are everywhere i personally yeah. really really this mosquitoes so uh i uh, it was a good one for me when we started to think about that um okay. and even the palms and things you know in the winter months we we felt that that is something that uh, people face issues with so we do have a few things in the pipeline like that as well uh that kind of go down that stream and uh yeah that's basically how we kind of try to think about things so you brought up the subject of hand sanitizers and now that's the topic in everybody's house uh, thanks to the virus now so uh, uh tell us more about the hand sanitizers uh, i know they are alcohol free and uh, yeah. but uh, how how safe is it in a current uh, situation so, that we are all so basically the our, our hand sanitizers are completely alcohol free the paraben free the sulfate free the main using only food grade ingredients um and the idea behind that is that you know we feel that if it's safe enough to put it in your mouth it's definitely safe enough to put on your body so that's why a preservation system and all is uh, food grade in that case but the thing is right now for the covid situation there's no data to support like there are antiviral essential oils so yeah. you know uh, there is data to support antivirality uh, by the essential oils some of which we're using but the thing is there's no direct correlation so we've always tried to stay away from any claims uh, okay. saying that can be used for this purpose um in this case being a medical thing uh, it definitely is better to err on the side of caution but that being said for daily lifestyle for somebody who's staying at home who's not venturing out too much uh and in daily life pre covid uh what we were kind of promoting it for is it's a daily sanitizer it's something that helps you moisturize your hands it helps you keep your hands clean and it can be used by kids so you know you don't have to worry about overuse or misuse or any of those type of things and basically the idea is it takes off the most the big harmful bacteria there's a big five uh so that's e coli the flu yeast mold 
and fungi and basically uh it just kind of protects you against that mainly the most common things so that you don't have to worry going out and things like that and you don't have to worry about losing any immunity because the problem with most ha- alcohol based hand sanitizers and something that personally i feel we are going to face soon after yes. the situation when we that's start that's exactly what i was thinking every time i wash my hands that's the thought that keeps coming to my head yeah that you know once we step out and uh, there's a lot of bacteria that we come into contact or used to come into contact with every day then now yes. it is not coming with and once we start again because we've been using these sanitizers for so long we may face an issue there might be people who might fall sick more often later and yeah. you know everybody's telling us to keep our immunity up keep our immunity up but there is also a microbiome on our hands uh, you know every time we eat after using sanitizer things like that the small yeah, particles yeah. are obviously getting into uh, everything yeah. so it it is important to moderate your use and you know soap and water is definitely uh, a lot better that way because uh, it it is more natural and you are only killing uh, certain types of bacteria and viruses yeah. and things like that but you're not affecting your microbiome so much so that was the idea behind the product anyway so you just thought that uh it's a it's definitely a valid point for people who are trying to uh you know not get out and that they're maintaining social distance and things like that that they can use this when they're not you know they can use this at home they can use this when they are uh in a safe space so thanks for clarifying that because uh sanitizers are the hot topic of every household now so it's good to know about your brand especially yeah. when you say it's alcohol free and there's one side people saying you need to have all alcohol based uh, sanitizers yeah. for your safety but again we are living in crazy times right now so can't really say <laughs> what's uh, really right and what's really wrong so let's come to the main part of uh, treeware uh, the very fact that you named treeware is because you guys are very connected to the whole concept of trees and uh, every time somebody buys your product you have a planting drive that happens on the side so could you talk more about that please yeah uh, so basically the reason why we chose trees or why we felt that trees are uh, a good way to kind of give back is that we feel that you know each tree gives us so much and we as a species are so reliant on trees and forests uh that uh we wanted to kind of give back and knowing that you know uh, there's a lot of data out there that says that trees are like the first line of defense in climate change and it's yeah. the easiest thing to do it's the quickest thing to do to try and bring us back into safe levels of uh rising temperatures so that's what we decided that look if if somebody who's sitting in the city you know who's uh, far away from these issues in the first place you know that if you can turn on your ac you're not really feeling the issue if, but in the rural areas where people don't have money and people are uh, they really do have to suffer um we thought that you know if we can do something where somebody who's sitting in uh the city can help the whole situation just through the things that they buy that would be a great way to show people that you know that their purchase is actually their vote for uh a certain way of life or 
you know promoting a certain uh, idea so that's why we chose trees and the the way that it works is that uh, for each product that we sell we have a certain amount that's earmarked towards the trees and so for each product that we sell it's about a quarter tree uh, the larger products are one full tree the t-shirts etc but the uh, smaller products due to their size and the price and things we are able to earmark about a quarter of a tree for each product and um, that the great thing about that is you know all of our trees are they are geotagged and things like that so if you contribute personally uh, to more than four trees we will send you a, a, a tree code a unique tree code so it's a geotag of your tree and then you can see which project it's been planted in what the uh, outcome of the project or what plants are there why we wanted to do it out there and uh, yeah so it's really nice you know it helps people connect to uh, their purchase a little bit more and uh, the reason why we kind of did it is uh, we also feel that with each purchase somebody understands that uh you know they are helping to contribute towards something better and it's a it's a change so as long as they keep buying the products they their contribution also increases and uh they say that i think each person is to plant two trees or uh, two trees in their lifetime to like provide for the oxygen that they consume uh okay. so that was the that is also something that was uh, pretty nice so you are also doing that you are also helping people in rural areas uh, who um they they help us plant the trees so we do it through an ngo uh, called grow trees and they okay. help us plant uh, they get the rural people to help plant the trees so even they get the money for planting the trees so you okay. are helping to stimulate the economy in these places as well lovely and uh, are, are these tree plantings done in specific uh, parts in india or all over india so they uh, mostly they done on government lands the way that the trees are chosen and um, all of that is based on the location and the the, the organization that we work with grow trees they do uh, work with the government to identify and locate and uh, get the trees and get the local people involved so it's a very kind of wholesome process that uh, for us also allows us to kind of manage our costs neatly and do all of that so uh, it, it is kind of specific to each area and there are constantly new pro- uh, projects around the country uh, so it is something that we kind of look into from time to time and say okay this is a product that we feel aligns with what we are doing and you know kind we kind of move through that and pick the projects and uh, contribute based on the site okay that's great so there's um, that's what i like about your brand it's just not about doing something nice for yourself or the brand doing something nice uh, to the planet but you're going one step beyond that and uh, that's i believe that makes your brand quite unique yeah so the way that we like to think about it is is to maximize the good and minimize the bad and that way you can actually you know um, help people do good and also reduce their bad impact and that's where yeah. true sustainability yeah that's amazing and uh, so you told me about the journey of your uh, uh, brand but what has uh, how, 
what's your personal sustainable journey i mean i'm sure it's not like you woke up one day and decided that i need to lead, I mean, lead a sustainable uh, so for us the journey has been uh, quite a long one i feel uh, i think you know like i if i really think back to when it started with me um, even when i was younger 10 12 years old i was very interested in like you know nature and uh, things like that and then what happened was i think my brother and i we had gone and studied in uti in uh, tamil nadu so yeah, coming back that's why going for us so uh, we kind of came back from school and you know we realized that the place that we grew up in bombay there was such a big change and um, oh yes yeah. Yeah, sorry no i completely agree because my love for nature also comes from visiting utiyala quite often the mudumalai range so so we just realized like you know this, this kind of stuff is not going to go away it's just going to get worse and i think the more we kind of learned about it and the more we thought about it where we realized that there's not much time left and uh, you know it, it's really important because when we're in school we're all taught you know save water save water save water and then when we're adults nobody really tells us that it it just becomes something that goes in one year and comes out the other so yes. uh, we just thought that look if we can try to help people make a change without and making them really change their habits because people yeah. now are uh, pretty uh, firmly tied into this consumerism and things like that True. so everybody needs products to live everybody wants products to live uh, yeah. so it, it, it's only a question of making a change to make it a little bit better so that people can buy guilt free and also try and do something good and uh, show their vote of confidence for a certain way of doing things uh, so it just kind of stemmed from there and honestly we just kind of the more we learn the more we try to implement and put into the business and uh, yeah so it just kind of evolved slowly slowly yeah i always believe uh, you can never be 100% sustainable and i also feel it's a, a every continuous learning process because you oh, think you know everything and the next day you realize that oh my god you're doing something else that's actually harmful to the planet and you try correcting that so it's like yeah. a continuous process yeah absolutely and i think that the, the the only mistake that people make in this regard is to think that they don't matter in this equation right so mm-hmm. it, uh, i think even if you try something you know you do it for a few weeks or whatever and then you stop doing it even those few weeks that you tried it and you did it that is also some sort of consolation you know you have yeah. say put uh, taken this much out of the landfill or you have you know saved yourself drinking x many water bottles or whatever so it it, it is kind of an imperfect thing and i i believe in our generation it is going to be something like that you know everybody is just going to make a small difference so there's you know you can stop eating meat or you can travel by public transport or you can start walking more these are all things that in a small way help you kind of realize that okay you are making a difference and uh, buying is also one more way so we felt that okay without making people really change their habits if we can really help them that was uh, something important 
Yeah, I think uh, what you said is completely true. And even if, suppose you do something that is actually probably not truly eco-friendly, I think being just aware that you're just, what you're doing right now is harmful to the planet or maybe the next time I won't do this itself is a small change to leading a sustainable life. Oh That's yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I think uh, just that consciousness, you know, that, uh, you know, once you really start, you're using or anything like that that's when you like, like okay you, you realize that uh let me just hold on to this one water bottle and see how many times i can refill it before i chuck it that it's, it's a small thing like that but every time you do something like that it really does uh it's an imperfect journey but it's a journey nonetheless yeah it's i think it's the whole thing is just more about learning and being more aware and i think uh, businesses like ours should, uh, uh, should probably help people to be aware and educate. And sometimes even as a person who's running a sustainable business, you know, I think this whole series of doing the sustainability network, like talking to you, I'm, I might be catching on to two, three things that I would have missed out otherwise to lead a sustainable journey. So I think it's a continuous learning process and it's just about being aware. I think primarily that's the first thing that we need to be. So um, just to wrap up, uh, Mikhail, um, I, I have a standard question that I ask everybody before I sign off. So um, this lockdown, I think, uh, or continuing to be in lockdown, like in places like Chennai, we are still continuing to be in lockdown. Um, this last few months has uh, changed all our lives, uh, to the better, to the worse, but it definitely got us thinking. And one part of it, of course, is, as I said, being a little bit aware of things that we were probably taking things for granted. Uh, so there's definitely been a whole uh, change in the way we are thinking. So I like to know what is it, uh, uh, how is it been for you personally uh, and also professionally, I'm sure um, this period also was a good period for most of us businesses to think, we look at the way we are doing business and stuff like that. So how has it been personally and professionally? Uh, so honestly, um, things were very busy before the lockdown. So it was a, it was a big change initially. Um, it was initially welcome, but then, you know, as, as things dragged on and it became longer and longer, uh, really started to question some things and uh, start to think about the future and how to continue running a business while being in this situation. Um, luckily for us, I think uh, we were in a decent position when the lockdown started. So we were able to resume um, a little bit, little bit here and there. And we're still kind of in the middle of that. But I think... Uh, Personally, also, this has really helped me um, understand more about uh, my own life, sustain like living my own life sustainably, uh, because it has been, there have been certain things that, uh, you know, like about food and food waste and things like that. I was never really cooking so much before, so I didn't really understand how much food waste is created and how to deal with the issues and uh, things like that. Even though, I mean, in theory, uh, everybody knows to compost and things like that, it is more difficult to try and implement it into your uh, daily life and things. So, 
I mean, just experimenting and doing stuff like that right now. Uh, now is a great time to try all of this because uh, you know you have the time. You can put your whole hundred percent into uh, doing this stuff. And you know, luckily there are uh, people like Goli Soda who are selling this this stuff online, the sustainable stuff. So you can actually pick it up now and like you know try something new for the first time. Whether it be like you know, like you said, the uh, we had seen the menstrual cup talk uh, that we had spoken about earlier. So whether it be something like that, or just thinking about like you know what kind of plastic, you know, how much plastic you're using, how much plastic you're chucking away, uh, whether it be composting. Um, there's a lot of small, small things that you can try and you know just try out right now. So I think that is. uh something really good that's come out of the lockdown as well as i mean uh, I, anybody in bombay i mean you can really tell the difference in the 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 cleanliness of the air and stuff and i know uh, i really appreciate that so yeah. uh, I, like you know keeping a sustainable way of doing things will really help us uh, increase that and maximize that for the future so uh, that is something that uh, is also something quite positive that i think we can take out of the lockdown i think you put it really really well i think uh, one of the main reasons that uh, we at goli soda have been doing these talks is because uh, uh, we realized from our sales like we were one of the few websites that were still functional because we had essential products and we realized that there were people still uh, buying essential products from us which means people are aware about being uh, sustainable and even as you said things like compost pots and things like that there were a lot more people who were curious to know a lot about it learn more about it and to try it out so that that is one of the reason why we thought we would have these conversations so even if people are on the border of trying out something new in terms of leading a sustainable life these conversations will probably help them clear their doubts or inspire them so uh oh, absolutely thank you so and i hope michael that... it's been really really like interesting and, and it's as if most of the points that you spoke were as if you spoke from out of my head because i i'm glad that we both uh both our brands share uh similar values and i think these are the kind of collaborations that we we look forward to So thank you so much uh, say hi to your brother I will okay take thank care you. thank you for having me and yeah just as a this thing i hope that if anybody has any questions or anything that they will get in touch with either of us and uh, yeah we're happy to answer any question yes so you heard that so please feel free to you know message him message us uh, we'll help you through any kind of questions that you have to be Uh, a sustainable life then we'll be happy to even if we don't know the answers we'll make sure we we'll read up more and uh, make sure we give you the right answers so take care thank you michael uh, right. and hope to catch up with you some other time so bye bye right